Well, hey, all you Texas homegrown music listeners, I think you're going to love this interview that I've got with Dallas Burrow. Yeah, with a name like that, you know he's a Texas artist. Born and bred here, right here in this great state of Texas, and he's got some great stories not only to tell me, but through his music. And this record that he's talking about that he just dropped called Blood Brothers is just filled with epic stories about what it's like to grow up in Texas and certainly be influenced by a lot of guys that his dad introduced him to as a young child like Towns Van Zant. So sit back and get ready for a great time with Dallas Burrow. But before you do, I'm going to do a song off one of my older records. It's called Wash It Off. I just love this song. I love what it says. Sometimes you just got days you got to wash it off. And actually, this song was written because my good friend Andy Timmons said that very thing to me. He was having a tough time and he said, I just got to go wash it off. And I thought, that's a song. (laughs) So we wrote one. So we're going to do it for you right now. Wash it off when we come back. We'll be with Dallas Burrow right here on Texas Homegrown Music. with Texas Homegrown Music, and my guest today is Dallas Burrow. Dallas, welcome to the show. Hey, Maylie, thanks so much for having me. 
Well, I'll tell you what, when uh, Jennifer sent me your music over and asked me to consider having you on the show, I was like, where have I been and why have not I listened <laughs> to this guy before? I saw Jonathan Tyler um, as your producer, who I've known for a long time, yeah. and I sent him a text said, dude, you did such a great job. What a great record. you got to be so proud. And so I want to hear all about it. I want to hear about how you guys got together. I, I know you guys have a friendship from way back. Sure. And um, and what got this whole thing started? I know you just dropped this record a couple of weeks ago for all you listeners mm -hmm. out there. It's called Blood Brothers. And it's got some great, great songs on it. I think you're going to have a, some longevity on this one with the way people just drop singles like they do. So um, tell me all about your relationship with Jonathan and how this thing got started. For sure. Well, once again, thank you so much for having me, and uh, and I'm so glad that um, you know the, the music seems to have resonated with you. I really appreciate all that, um, and thanks for taking the time to have me on. Um, yeah, JT, man, Jonathan Tyler, what a guy. Uh, you know, I've been a big fan of his for a long time. Um, you know, I remember when uh, his band, uh, the Northern Lights, Jonathan Tyler and the Northern Lights, kind of first came on the scene. And uh, me and my buddies were all, all you know, huge fans of his stuff, and you know, just so, such good, you know, like kind of rock and roll, uh, just just a cool, cool vibe about him and his music. And um, so uh, he and I, um, you know, I, I think we we kind of bumped into each other a few times over the years, but uh, it was it wasn't until a few years ago. Um, around the time that I had just got done um, making my last record, which uh, who uh, was produced by uh, Bruce Robeson, produced my last one, and uh, and which was super cool working with Bruce, and and that was um, recorded all to analog tape, and and was like a real kind of like journey back in time as far as that goes. Love that though. I love the warmth of tape. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but so. I just got done making that record and I was just, I was hanging out down in South Austin um, at this great little dive bar uh, called Sam's Town Point. Yeah, I know Sam's Town Point. Right. <laughs> I, every time I'm there for anything, I always have to check it out because you can see all, a lot of the locals hang out there for sure. Totally. I mean, it's, and it's like, that place is like frozen in time, kind of, you know, it feels yeah, like it is. stepping back into like the old Austin, you know? Absolutely. But so I was there one night. And, uh, and, and, uh, Jonathan happened to just be, be there too. And, uh, and we kind of got to talking about some different stuff and, uh, I was, you know, talking to him about, um, you know, kind of my experience, uh, on working on my last record and, and things like that. And I was, I was familiar with the fact that he had done some, uh, some producing, like he produced, uh, Nikki Lane's, uh, yep. record, uh, Highway Queen, I think it was, and. Um, and then I'd, I'd heard his, his own stuff that, um, that he had produced on, on himself. Um, there's a song called old friend. It's really good, yeah. you know? And it's like, and it's, it's more kind of like organic, like Americana, uh, in it's, in it's vibes than like a lot of stuff I'd heard him do before. So I, when I heard that track, I was like, oh man, if he did that, I, I bet he and I could do something pretty cool together. So anyway, we got to talking outside Sam's town point. And one thing led to another, and and, uh, and he took me over and showed me his studio and stuff, which is just close by there. And uh, yeah, and so we just we just you know kind of started. It just started with the conversation, and uh, and then you know I think he and I um, got to be you know pretty good friends throughout just the you know the making of the record, and and uh, and I, you know I how, couldn't. How long did it take you to do, babe? Maybe six months. We did the initial uh, recording. Um, we recorded all the bass and drums and rhythm guitar tracks um, in in like a five day block. Right. That we we blocked out and worked you know like a forty hour work week on it. We just got there every morning and worked all day and and by the end of that week we had all the basic tracks pretty much. And then so you had all these songs written well before you guys got together. Almost all of them. Um, the only one that I hadn't already written, I think, um, is the title track, and uh, and he and I wrote that together, and that was the first thing that we recorded actually. And, Talking uh, about Blood Brothers. Right. Yep. Yeah. And and 
you know, in, in talking to him initially about just kind of where I was coming from and, and, you know, um, kind of who I was as an artist and stuff. Anytime I'm talking about that stuff, um, at some point, usually the story about my dad knowing Towns Van Zant and, and, you know, the kind of like folklore, if you will, around their friendship. Um, because, you know, the story goes that Towns and Richard Dobson, who's another great songwriter and John Lomax, the third who comes from the Lomax family, you know, um, of, you know, who are, are kind of, uh, historical significance in, in like the folk and country world blues stuff too. So that those three guys and my dad were all hanging out one night, uh, in Nashville back in the day. And, uh, you know, it was a wild night of drinking. And, and at some point towns pulled a knife out and said, Hey, we need to cut our arms and be, and become blood brothers. And, and so that's what they did. And so, um, you know, I've heard that story my whole life. And, uh, and so it's, it's, it's played into, uh, my songwriting, you know, just as far as like Towns being a big influence on me and, and Guy Clark and all those guys, you know, have, have become big influences on my stuff. And so I was telling JT about that and he said, man, we, we should write a song about that. And so that's where we started. And we, we kind of kicked around some ideas until we got the song tweaked the way we wanted it. And then that was the first track that we worked on as kind of like a, um, just a, a test run to see, you know, to see what, what the work flow would be like and and what it was like working with him in the studio and and man he's he's great he's you know he's he's done a lot of recording uh of his own stuff obviously over the years and so he's just got a great kind of like sense of of uh you know how to make you feel comfortable and, and how to pull the best stuff out of you and and really like well i tell you i love that cut and i i think what i'm going to do is go ahead and just play that first play that track right off the bat cool because um now that i hear the story behind it and of course i think i read somewhere that you uh you got to play with your dad in Lukenbach last year sometime i think and your right. your wife and son were there i think is what i read and how right. yeah, at one point you just looked at your looked at them and looked at everyone and said this is so surreal and cool and wonderful and you yeah. know i i i know this as a musician myself my husband and i've been playing music together for 3 decades yeah. uh, there's nothing more I, I don't know. It, it, there's there's not a better feeling than to play music together with someone that you love, and or or, right. or for someone that you love. Sure. And to know um, the full circle behind your dad, and I think you said that as a child, maybe he had a club or a place that he that had people come through and play. I'm not sure of the story. I think I read something about that, but certainly he was a very big influence on you going into music. Absolutely. And, um, and of course, I'm, I'm dating myself to say that I do remember when I was young, it was a big deal to be a blood brother with someone and or a blood sister right. or whatever, you know. In today's right. world, you're not so quick to mix your blood with each other. I don't know why people are so afraid of it. But <laughs> I think it's very sure. cool. And, and I I don't know, I love the guitar sounds that you guys did on this song. I mm -hmm. I it's got an eerie kind of sound to it, but very sure. cool to me. And well, thank you. So I'm going to play it right now since it's the title track off the record. I know it's not your first single, but yeah, no, it's okay. I'm sure it probably will be. And, uh, and also the fact that I'm such a fan of Jonathan's and I'm so happy that he's doing this. And of course, totally. Sam's town. I, I think last time I saw Jonathan was at South by, um, and he was, he was oh, doing yeah. some gigs at Sam's town and, uh, Ray Wiley was up there with him. Ray had told me, he goes, Hey, I had just seen Ray uh, at another gig and he said, come on out to Sam's. I'm going to be out there with Jonathan. So I went out there and saw him play and it was a lot yep. of fun. Yep. So I'm going to play that song right now called Blood Brothers. Um, you're listening to Texas Homegrown Music with my guest Dallas Burrow. And when you hear some of the cuts on this, you guys are going to want to go and, and however you get your music, I'd love it if you just go out and see a show and buy it from them right there because I know they get more money from it than when you download it. But hey, we'll do both, right? So you're going to want to get this record. Um, Blood Brothers, he just dropped this month in June and mm -hmm. I'm telling you guys it's really got some really great great songs on it and plus your voice Dallas 
I don't know. I think I told you this. I've been a big fan of someone that most people out there probably don't even know who he is because it's not really known for country country. His name is uh, Chris Rhea, and he's just got this oh, yeah. really great deep voice. And that's when I heard your voice, I was like, oh, my gosh, it speaks to me like that. So I love, here we are. I, I'm, yeah. You, I love, you know, I love you Chris, know Chris. Yeah, that song Texas, man. That's, that's Texas. A great... Oh my God, what a great song! And Road to Hell. If you've ever heard that song, I have to go check so, it out. Um, here we are. I'm gonna play this song, Blood Brothers. And when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna play some more music for you guys and talk with Dallas about this new record <laughs> he's got, and also just about him as a person. Um, from what I've read, Dallas, I think you're a pretty cool human being. You've lived a lot already for such a young gun, but I, mm -hmm. I think you probably have some inspiring things you could say to our listeners. So we'll be right back right after this. Blood Brothers by Dallas Burrow. Daddy had a scar you wouldn't believe Like a story he kept up his sleeve Sixteen years it took to hear that tale he said it never would have happened if it weren't for the booze Left the honky-tonk, took a midnight cruise Out to the country where the moon was cold and pale In them Tennessee hills you could hear the night wind wail Stars, bottle of whiskey, an old guitar. There they are, just passing their stories around. Digging up songs like ghosts up out of the ground. One of them boys drew a blade, laid out a challenge to accept. On that night, there were promises made. Is kept. The ringleader smiled as he rolled a cigarette. His eyes grew wide and he made a little bed. He said, Blood is thicker than water as he rolled up his sleeves. Let's prove tonight we're thick as thieves And they made a pact that faith believe Next day is day of work In the burning midday sun The cuts on their arms I've already hooked you in. I know everybody out there listening is already a fan, Dallas, because there's just no way that you can walk away from this music. I've sent this record to so many of my friends already in the last several days, and every one of them have come back and said, oh my gosh, i got to go see him live. I want to see this guy. So Thank you um, for that. It's, it's really, really nice. I I'll tell you, one of my favorite cuts is um, Out My Window. Cool. And I, I think it's probably a lot of it is because I'm the love life girl. I like to tell people that, you know, you get out of life what you put into it. Right. And I love the fact that you you kind of take a look at what's going on in the world, but you still have faith and hope and belief that we're going to 
do the right thing. And that's what we have to do, even though we can see a lot of chaos going on. Tell me a little bit about the impetus behind that. And also this whole record seems to be uh, a very deep look into your life and to how you look at the world. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that's sort of the nature of my writing style anyway, is to be, you know, sort of um, uh, introspective, but also, um, you know, to look outward and and, uh, and kind of assess what's going on. And I mean, I you know, I think even though we're, we're kind of in the country in the Americana realm that, you know, um, I, I've got a lot of folk influences, too. And, you know, so much great folk music is 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 doing just that is, is kind of taking account of, of, you know, society and the world and, and, uh, and speaking to those things. And so that was really kind of my, my inspiration for out my window, um, was just a kind of, uh, you know, a sort of, a sort of tongue in cheek, um, look at, uh, at, you know, uh, some things that maybe we could do better as a society or as, as a people. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and, and all the while with, with a definite optimistic outlook, because I think that, I mean, I always feel like the greater good is ultimately bound to, um, you know, come out, uh, on top. I mean, I I think that, uh, just the way, you know, I'm wired. It's like, I feel like that, uh, ultimately, um, good will win out. Good, good will, you know, light will defeat dark. That's just, you know, that's, that's just the, what I, what I want to believe. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I was coming from on that one. Well, I've also read that you've had a little bit of struggle in your own life, um, early on. And, sure. um, I think you've been pretty outspoken about it. I know you've been sober yeah. now for going on what? Almost, it'll be five years in January since I've had a drink. Yeah. You know, no, no drinks or drugs and almost five years. And, uh, and yeah, I, you know, I think, um, uh, I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I feel like as an artist, as a, as a musician, that it's so easy to get kind of, um, sucked into the temptation of wanting to live like that rock and roll lifestyle in order to feel like, you know, you're, you're, you know, doing it for real, uh, if you will. But, uh, you know, I think that I found, um, for myself that ultimately, uh, the party and the drugs and the drinking, um, all it ever did for me was either cause trouble, get me in trouble or, or kind of distract me from, uh, what, you know, ultimately was my, you know, uh, my, my major goals, which, which were to, you know, be a productive and creative and, and successful, uh, artist and, um, entertainer. And so, uh, and, all that aside, ultimately to, you know, um, to be a, a good father and a good husband were really the, the, the main motivators for me, uh, turning my life around and, and cleaning my act up. Um, but those things have certainly lent themselves to, uh, having, um, uh, my head on straight when it comes to, you know, handling my business and, and, um, you know, being on top of things professionally. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. I really do. And I, I, you know, I've been I've been doing this a long time. I've been in the music business for many years, and I've been around some pretty, pretty big artists, and a lot of them have said literally, "Well, I'm afraid to play without doing that because I've been doing it for so long. I don't know what it would be like to be right. sober on stage." Yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh, how sad is that? Because yeah. I, you know. I, I don't. I don't really believe that's what it should do anyway. I mean, if you're going to have a drink or if you're going to do something like that, it's it, it. It should be because it's something that just puts an icing on the cake for something in your in the moment, right? right. But for that to be the cake, it's yeah. not right because you're not being authentic to yourself and to right. the gift that you've been given. So, um, did you? Did you have a fear of what it might be like to play and and perform without being drunk or drinking I, or drinking or? Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's been so long now um, that I, um, I I'm sure on some level that in some part of me, like I actually I can remember because it took me a couple tries to get sober, and so the first time I, I was on the wagon uh, where, where you know it, it didn't last. I remember the nerves being 
really um, a lot to deal with um, right. as far as getting on stage without having a drink. Uh, those first few times, it, you know, it's amazing, um, you know, how much anxiety there can be um, when, when you're not used to that. But um, but then, you know, after after I kind of uh, took a little more time um, and realized that I really needed that, that I just needed to do that for myself and, and for my family and for my wife and for my son. At that point, I, I really had, you know, uh, and I always say this and I, you know, I, I don't mean for it to sound like, you know, cheesy or anything else, but I, I had I had a bona fide like coming to Jesus moment where I had just a deep change of heart. And I feel like, you know, really like it was like a moment of clarity and where, you know, it's like I, I realized, you know, that I was going to need to ask for help um, from from God to be able to to make those changes. And so and so that's what I did. But some part of me always knew that if I was to get sober, that I would be probably way more successful than I ever had been using and drinking. And so I, I think somewhere in the back of my mind that I knew that, it, you know, if, if I was able to make that change, that, that um, it was going to uh, turn, turn things around for the better in all aspects of my life. So, Well, I'm so happy to hear that. And Dallas, you know, as an onlooker, I, you know, I, used, I remember early on in my career when people would see me play, they would just assume because of the way I was, because I'm very out there and with it. I mean, like I just give them everything. They'd walk up to me and, and uh, want to shake my hand or something and have a little pack of Coke in there, or they'd want to be buying me a drink. And I'd be like, right. no, 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 I don't do that. And they're like, well, there's no way you can do that without it. And I'm like, yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I really have, I've watched a lot of people just tank and I, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that can drink and, and, and handle it, but I know a lot that can't. I, right. I literally just got back from uh, California where I visit visiting my nephew who's in rehab right now wow. out in Orange County. And so yeah. um, I looked in that room with, you know, 25 to 30 young people and I was so happy to see that they made a step, but I was also sad to know that so many of them have lost everything and gotten to the place where they finally realize, okay, maybe I, maybe I do need to do this. And it, it's not, it shouldn't be a court order that makes me do it. It needs to be something oh, yeah. inside of me yeah. that says I need to make this change. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But before I do something that's going to change not only my life, but other people's lives too. And so thank you for being so forward about that. I think uh, a lot of times we as artists, we forget how influential that we can be to people when we are open about our struggles with life. Sure. We we write about it a lot, but a lot of times we don't like to talk about it. And so I can just tell you that you reach a lot of people when you do that, Dallas. You do. I appreciate it. And thank you for sharing that. Well, I want to do two songs in a row here. I want to play. Um, I want to play uh, your new single as well, Rivertown. Cool. And I and I'm going to do out my window before that. So awesome. Rivertown, I guess, is more about your the city you grew up in. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, um, so I, I you know born and raised in New, in New Braunfels, Texas, which. Um, we're famous for, you know, our, our kind of water, uh, recreation, summertime pastimes. Uh, but so the Comal river and the Guadalupe river are so much a part of our culture. And, uh, so, you know, as a kid growing up here, that was, you know, how we spent our summers was just, you know, at the river in the river. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, river town is definitely, um, kind of a, an homage to, uh, where I grew up and how I grew up. And then, you know, it's it's got a lot of auto, autobiographical kind of stuff in there too. I mean, it's it tells the story of of you know me leaving and then meeting my wife and then having a son and coming back to raise our son here. And so it's it's funny. Um, truth be told, I kind of started writing the song kind of um, almost as like as satire. You know, kind of like uh, this this is like a stereotypical kind of like. Texas in the summertime kind of song and I got about halfway into writing it and then it it took this turn where it 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 became a sincere uh story 
and uh, and it's funny how you know it, it turned out to be one of my favorite songs on the record. So yeah. Well, it's a great song, and I love it. And I know, and I, I know you love it because it's your first single that you're dropping. So we're gonna play yeah. "Out My Window" in Rivertown All off right. of the new album that Dallas just dropped called "Blood Brothers." And um, and when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about some shows he's got coming up, and where you can see him play, and also one more tune that I just gotta play, um, that you've got on the record, and I'll cool. I'll be right back with that one. You're listening to Texas Homegrown Music with my guest Dallas Burrow, and here we go, out my window, and then Rivertown.
stop Chasing the girls and running from the cops Well, I grew up with things so down I grew up in a river town On those summer Dallas and um, I just want to say Dallas to me the most important thing and the very top of the grid of what you've done in life to be successful is that you're you're a husband, you're a dad, you're a singer-songwriter, and now you're an influencer because you're going to help people to understand that life is not um, it's not easy. No, of course not. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and a lot of people don't, you know, they don't realize that everybody struggles with the same things. Oh, sure. And, and you know, I think that, um, I mean, whatever my, my image as an artist is, you know, maybe this, you know, you, you see, just looking at me, you might see this kind of like clean cut, stereotypical, like Texas cowboy kind of guy. But it took me years to get to a place in my life where um, I, you know, I, I felt you know, uh, proud of who I was as a person. Um, I, I struggled with depression and, and, you know, drug addiction and all those things through most of my twenties. And it wasn't until I got sober and got, got in shape and, you know, really dedicated myself to my family that, that, um, I got to a place in my life where I, you know, was proud of who I was and, uh, and felt good about, you know, uh, presenting myself to the world, um, and, and, you know, singing my songs, and so, you know, for anybody out there who might be struggling with uh, any kind of, you know, difficulty in your life, whether it's, you know, alcohol or, or drug addiction or, or depression or any of those things, I mean, I just, you know, just, if I can do it, if I can turn my life around, I, be, I, I 100% firmly believe that anybody out there can do the same thing for themselves. Um, it just takes, just takes wanting to, just wanting to, to you know, be in a better place and live and live better for yourself and for you know your loved ones so yeah 
Well, um, so how old is your son now? His name is Tex, right? Tex, yeah, he's a big Tex. He's six years old. He'll be seven in uh, in January. And actually, we just uh, recently found out that we have another little one on the way. We're gonna be oh, having. Oh my goodness! We have a. Uh, we're gonna be having a, our first daughter uh, s- sometime around Christmas. So. Oh my goodness! Well, congratulations. What's your wife's name? Her name is Stacy. Stacy, oh my goodness, Stacy! I you're just gonna love it. I'm a mom of four, with two wow. grandchildren, uh, two boys and two girls. They're all they're all ad- kind of adults, twenty two to thirty three. The thirty three year old definitely is, yeah, yeah. but the others are still in their twenties, still searching a little bit. So sure, that's the only, uh, you only know actual. you know what that's like, right? Of course, yeah. But um, I'll tell you what, in everything in my life, the most wonderful thing that I ever did was become a mom, and yeah. um, and it's it's, it's a beautiful thing. Even, uh, you know, I've got two that I, um, that are mine, you know, biologically. And then I have um, a stepson and I have a daughter that we adopted from Africa. Wow. I just got to tell you. So beautiful. It's the, it's, it's, it really is the most wonderful part of my life. And I'm yeah. so glad that you got to experience that, Dallas. And it yeah. really does bring some um, new focus in your life, doesn't it? When you have this well, sure. little person that's looking at you and wanting to, you know, just soaking in everything about you. Yeah. Um, and when you think about it, what the influence your dad was on you, um, you know. 100%. You know. Of course. So what have you got coming up here? You've got some shows coming up? Yeah, we do. So um, actually, uh, this first weekend in July, uh, the 7th and the 8th, we're going to be in Red River, New Mexico, doing a two-night stand at the Motherlode Saloon, which I love it up Ooh, there. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, the next weekend, the 14th and the 15th of July, I'm going to be up in Nashville. Um, we're going to be doing, um, the, uh, finally Friday at third and Lindsley on WMOT. Uh, and then the next night we're going to be at a place called the eighth room, which is a new club that just opened up in Nashville and I'm excited to be there. And then, uh, at the end of the month on the 21st and 22nd, I'm going to be on the 21st at the Fry Hut country store in New Braunfels, Texas, my hometown. Okay. And then on the 22nd, we're going to be uh, in the dance hall at Luckenbach, uh out there near Fredericksburg. So we're excited about that. And then on the 27th, we'll be in Lubbock at the Blue Light. And the 28th, we'll be in uh, Fort Worth at the Magnolia Motor Lounge. And then we head back to the West oh, Coast. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What, uh, what day is that? You're going to be at uh, the Magnolia at the end of the month? I might try to. Uh, hopefully, yeah. I'm not gigging that night. I'm going to look and see. You know, it's so hard. And that's what I love about the show. Is right. It gets gives me an opportunity to get to know some of these artists that I yeah. don't get to go see because I'm gigging so much. I hear you. But, um you guys, Dallas Burrow, and of course you know how to spell Dallas, and Burrow is B-U-R-R-O-W. Go to his website. You can find out where he's playing. You can also see the, all the songs that he's got. You can be a part of some of these um, really cool videos that you've got out as well. Hey, and um, and also, uh, the other thing that I love is I noticed that you have been you do collaborate some with other artists, and I love that about Texas musicians. It seems like Texas sure. artists, more than even... Um, any other genre, the Texas music scene in, in Americana and country and folk and bluegrass, we all like to spur each other on and, and we love to be a part of everybody else's successes. And I love that about Texas musicians. So definitely, man. Thanks for being a part of that, Dallas. And thank you thank so you. much for taking the time to do the show. I'm going to end this little segment with a song called True Believer. It's a really upbeat song that I love mm-hmm. on the record. Mm-hmm. And um, it just goes to show that you have a really positive outlook on life, buddy. And I know why. <laughs> You've lived it. You've been through some things. you got a l- big, long, beautiful trajectory ahead of you. And I'm so glad I got to be a part of it right here on Texas Homegrown Music. And give Jonathan a big shout for me. Let him know that I I, I'm, I'm still a huge fan. I and will. I'll have to have him on the show soon as well. So thank you so much thank for you being very on much. the show. And thank we'll be right me. back right here on Texas Homegrown Music with my friend now, Dallas Burrow. Yes, thank you all.
Well, I don't know about you guys, but I've got a new, or Dallas has a new fan big time with me. And I hope you guys are fans as well, because this guy not only does the great job of singing these songs, but he lives it. And I, I really enjoyed getting to know him. What a beautiful soul he is and um, a great daddy and husband and a new baby on the way. So I'm so excited that I got to know him and I can't wait to have him somewhere in our area. And I'll let you know as soon as I do, because I'm going to get him here for sure. I want to go ahead and say thank you to all my sponsors that make this possible every week. The Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and Burris Injury Law. You make it possible for us to bring this to people every week, and I appreciate you so much. And all you listeners for plugging in. Send me a little um, email if you're out there listening and you want to you want to get something back in the mail. Let me know. You can let me know by sending your email to Maylee at TexasHomegrownMusic.com, and I'll send you a little gift if you do that. Be sure to check out our website. Uh, that's TexasHomegrownMusic.com for sure. And uh, we'll just continue to send you guys information about shows coming up. Don't forget, we've got Beetle Gras coming up on September the 8th. And then on the 22nd, or actually... Yes, on um, July 22nd, Patrice Pike and I are going to be doing a show with our friend Paul Renna. So you guys be sure to come out to this Guitar Sanctuary for that. And I'll plug you in on all the other Texas homegrown music shows that we've got coming up. Peace out, everybody. Remember to love life. You get out of it what you put into it. And we'll see you next time. Hey, old friend. is clear let's kick back and revel in the years pick a bone shoot the fat shoot the breeze share a laugh tell me the one about the girl that got away them tall tales dirty jokes past the bottle and the smoke I can't think of any other way I'd rather pass the time my old Oh